Faith, Hope and Love, episode 294, the third Sunday of Easter, year B. The reality, the physical truth of Christ's resurrection and the mercy and love that it brings is for us and every generation. There's a story told that after Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, some people who still would not believe the evidence of their own eyes, seeing Lazarus walking around alive and well, still wanted to score some points against our Lord. So they said to him, Why did you have to call out Lazarus's name? Surely you could have just said, Come out, and he would have. But our Lord replied, If I didn't specifically name Lazarus, everyone in the cemetery would have risen up at the command. That's an absolutely beautiful story, and it really expresses something fundamentally powerful and promising to each and every one of us. Our Lord's resurrection was a foretaste of what he promised to everyone who trusts in his word. Jesus' command to rise up and come out of the tomb is absolutely authoritative and utterly irresistible. This is the command we will all hear at the resurrection on the last day. This is what all who have gone before us hear. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Today it begins a journey of hope Each step of the Cry out with joy to God all the earth, O sing to the glory of his name, O render him glorious praise, Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Hello everyone, and peace, shalom to all of you. As we gather together as God's family, in spirit and prayer, on the third Sunday of Easter, let's call to mind our sins so as to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. 
Lord Jesus, you have revealed yourself as the way to the Father. Lord, have mercy. You have poured out on your people the spirit of truth. Christ, have mercy. You are the good shepherd, leading us to eternal life. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for Let us pray in the firm hope of the resurrection. May your people exult forever, O God, in renewed youthfulness of spirit, so that rejoicing now in the restored glory of our adoption, we may look forward in confident hope to the rejoicing of the day of the resurrection. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles At the temple gate, Peter addressed the people. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus, whom you handed over and rejected in the presence of Pilate, though he had decided to release him. But you rejected the Holy and Righteous One, and asked to have a murderer given to you, 
and you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses. And now, brothers and sisters, I know that you acted in ignorance, as did also your rulers. In this way, God fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets, that his Christ would suffer. Repent, therefore, and turn to God, so that your sins may be wiped out. The Word of the Lord Lord, let your face shine on us. When I call, answer me, O God of justice. From anguish you release me, have mercy and hear me. It is the Lord who grants favours to those whom he loves. The Lord hears me whenever I call him. What can bring us happiness, many say. Lift up the light of your face on us, O Lord. I will lie down in peace, and sleep comes at once. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Lord, let your face shine on us. A reading from the first letter of St. John. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the atoning sacrifice for our sins and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Now by this we may be sure that we know him, if we obey his commandments. Whoever says, I have come to know him, but does not obey his commandments, is a liar, and in such a person the truth does not exist. But whoever obeys his word, truly in this person the love of God has reached perfection. By this we may be sure that we are in him. The Word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Lord, 
Jesus, make your word plain to us. Make our hearts burn with love when you speak. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. On the first day of the week, two of the disciples were going to a village called Emmaus, about 11 kilometres from Jerusalem, and talking with each other about all these things that had happened. While they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself came near and went with them, but their eyes were kept from recognising him. And he said to them, What are you discussing with each other while you walk along? They stood still looking sad. Then one of them, whose name is Cleopas, answered him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? He asked them, What things? They replied, The things about Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how our chief priests and leaders handed him over to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and beside all this, it is now the third day since these things took place. Moreover, some women of our group astounded us. They were at the tomb early this morning, and when they did not find his body there, they came back and told us that they had indeed seen a vision of angels, who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said but they did not see him. Then he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are, and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have declared. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and then enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them the things about himself in all the scriptures. As they came near the village to which they were going, he walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he was talking to us on the road? while he was opening the scriptures to us? That same hour they got up and returned to Jerusalem, and they found the eleven and their companions gathered together. These were saying, The Lord has risen indeed, and he has appeared to Simon. Then they told what had happened on the road, and how he had been made known to them in the breaking of the bread. The Gospel of the Lord It's not uncommon to hear a politician or business person who's been heard to say or do something that shows them in a bad light to say, I was taken out of context. Meaning that the real story has not yet been revealed and that further explanation is needed to get the full picture. Now it's always frustrating to witness an event without knowing what it actually means. 
We know from our own experience that there is a difference between being part of an event and understanding its significance. If you've ever been involved in a religious ritual in a church other than a Christian one, then you might think that as much as it's clearly a spiritual event, without the background and teaching relating to the ritual, we feel merely onlookers and not participants. Unless we know the context, we can impose any meaning we like, and it might not be the correct message. Jesus himself made the distinction between those who see and hear and those who perceive and understand. Now the scriptures are full of such events that only reach their full meaning when we're able to look back and see the events in a new light. For instance, the light of the resurrected Jesus. Now today's gospel is a perfect example of disciples who cannot make sense of Jesus' recent death, nor can they make sense of what's going on when he appears to them. Luke makes it very clear that only the risen Christ can make sense of the events of Good Friday and Easter Sunday. The disciples need the risen Christ to enlighten them as to what has happened. So even though they tell the stranger on the road to Emmaus how they had recognised Jesus in the breaking of the bread, they still don't know how to make sense of it all. In fact, it's a bit surprising that there was so little excitement about the empty tomb. Surely it was a very big deal to have their teacher and companion whom they saw crucified before their eyes come back to life again. What had they hoped for? Perhaps they thought that things would go back to the way things were before, that Jesus would return to teach and to heal and perform miracles. It could be that they were expecting something more spectacular, and they were possibly a little disappointed. Certainly, that seems to be the attitude of the disciples on the road. So it's only when, like Thomas, they're able to touch him and be close to him in their home that clarity came to them. Only when he interprets for them what this rising from the dead could mean for them that they come to believe in who he is. They cannot do it by themselves. Only the risen Christ can take the disciples from mystery to revelation, from confusion to understanding. It required that personal encounter for things to make sense. Hearing the story is one thing. It's a complete other issue to have Jesus present. Now still today, people get disappointed that Easter doesn't automatically take away their fears, their confusion and pain. It took the disciples a long time to recognise that not only Jesus changed with the resurrection, but that he was with the world through them. That by his rising and dying, they received a new meaning. So in this new understanding, the disciples become more than witnesses. They became the embodiment of all that Jesus had prepared them for. So when Luke tells of the preaching of the early church in the Acts of the Apostles, like Peter's sermon in today's second reading, we come to understand that the church today is based on the unique experience of those first disciples. Happily, they did not keep this new experience to themselves. Every generation makes the message of Jesus its own and passes it on to others. It's a message enlivened by the witness of generations of Christians who have continued to have life in the name of Jesus. We keep the message alive only by giving it away. That way, the gospel never dies.
I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray to the Lord who shows us the path of life. For God's pilgrim people, that like the disciples, our hearts may burn with love. Lord, hear us. For people of all nations, that they will come to know and understand the hope and promise that the Scriptures hold out to all. Lord, hear us. For the oppressed, that the power of Christ's death and resurrection may strengthen them in their daily struggles and inspire others to give practical assistance. Lord, hear us. For ourselves, that we will recognise Jesus in the breaking of the bread. Lord, hear us. That God will inspire people to be kind and helpful and hopeful. Lord, hear us. For those who have departed this world, that their hope of the resurrection will be fulfilled, especially for those we now pray. Lord, hear us. God ever faithful, you know our every need. Grant our prayers through your risen Son, who is Lord for ever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, May we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at our hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church.
Receive, O Lord, we pray, these offerings of your exultant church, and as you have given her cause for such great gladness, grant also that the gifts we bring may bear fruit in perpetual happiness. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, O Lord, but in this time above all, to laud you yet more gloriously, when Christ our Passover has been sacrificed. Through him the children of light rise to eternal life, and the halls of the heavenly kingdom are thrown open to the faithful. For his death is our ransom from death, and in his rising the life of all has risen. Therefore overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory, as they acclaim, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy. And you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting, a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith Save us, Saviour of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognising the sacrificial victim, by whose death you will to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son, and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, 
so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May the sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth, with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant Ken, the order of bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters, and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory, through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May the mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this your most holy body and blood, from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments, and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, 
but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe to eternal life. Amen. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Amen. The disciples recognised the Lord Jesus in the breaking of the bread. Alleluia. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, 
that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Look with kindness upon your people, O Lord, and grant, we pray, that those you were pleased to renew by eternal mysteries may attain in their flesh the incorruptible glory of the resurrection. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone for joining us for this time of prayer and praise. And may God's love, strength, mercy and kindness guide you this whole week. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May God, who by the resurrection of his only begotten Son, was pleased to confer on you the gift of redemption and of adoption, give you gladness by his blessing. May he, by whose redeeming work you have received the gift of everlasting freedom, make you heirs to an eternal inheritance. And may you, who have already risen with Christ in baptism through faith, by living in a right manner on this earth, be united with him in the homeland of heaven. And may the blessing of Almighty God the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down on you and remain with you for ever. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, Roman Missal, 3rd Edition, Copyright 2010, The International Commission on English and the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, Copyright 1989 and 2009 by the NCC USA. The Psalms, Copyright 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers, Britain. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray by Robert Borg, Publisher E.J. Dwyer, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin by Geoffrey M. Ostrovsky. The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Today I Arise by Patricia Kelly. Original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelk, 2019. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise like a rose bears its thorns. Today I arise, this new day dawns. This new day dawns. Today I arise with love from on high. The name of the three in Today I arise through heaven.